distance in existence join the resistance come on let's start by talking tactics have a pause and match us here's how we practice the lost order conversation hello chim chimneys and welcome to pop culture continuum this is john elliott and this is patrick ricardi uh, and this week we are doing Emmys versus Emmys, 1993 versus 2023, right? Yeah. Yes, right. we stuck to our initial concept. Well, we didn't stick to it. We're doing it as we rarely ever do anymore. Uh, but we're doing it just for you, yep. just for the Emmys, the most exciting night in Hollywood. Hey, speaking of, uh, SAG after went on strike, uh, I, I don't know. I'm all I'm all for that if the writers are going to be on strike. Yeah, it's too bad the directors didn't follow the I was going to that, well, that was what I was just going to bring up. Did the directors even vote? Uh the directors said like they they signed a deal already. That was not yeah. as it's not that great. I don't understand. Well, what, I mean, what the fuck do they care? They're like I'll make the most money of anyone anyway. I I I don't think they I think the writers may make the most, right? I don't know. You might hell right. no, dude. Direct, all right, yeah, I gotta find out. I mean, the producers obviously. Right. The most yeah, but I, like on a TV show, the director is kind of anonymous. But at, at the same time, if you direct a pilot, you make a lot of money for the entire run of the show. So I, yeah, I guess it depends. God damn it! If only there were a way to find out. Um, I'm gonna see. Yeah, well, we, I don't know. You know, talk about some nonsense. While yeah, they they their pact got 87 percent, and it, it just it. From what I understand, and I'm not, not an expert on this stuff, but they didn't get as much as they could have. So, I don't know. I'm not an expert. I, I'm hoping that the writers and the actors get, you know, a better deal as far as streaming goes and make it uh, more, most important to me. And this is a stupid thing. Maybe they don't care about it. But when something gets produced that just doesn't get shelved for tax purposes, that seems like such a raw deal. I, it's... It makes no fucking sense to me. Uh, I mean, yeah, go ahead. The the like, I'm sure it's a big deal for the like the talent, like director and and the actors and stuff. But I think it's probably even a bigger deal for people we don't know, like the like the crew. That's like they have this blank spot on their resume, basically. So they can't. I don't know. I guess they got paid, but it still it sucks not to be able to say, hey, this is my show. And you know, I would have liked to have seen that Batgirl movie just to see what it was like. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but did you see that that Joker movie might might get uh, – I mean, it's, it definitely was in the movie theater, so maybe people will be able to see it. I was kind of disappointed last year when it came out, and it sounded like it was never going to be seen. It's a movie made by, like, an independent filmmaker about a, a transgender Joker, and it's, it's a parody film. Yes, I want to see that. Yeah, The People's Joker. The People's um, Joker, yeah. I looked so, it up on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and it has really good reviews, so I totally want to see that. Yeah, I, 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 it was when it, when it first came out, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be like uh, – I don't know if you remember uh, Todd Haynes did that Barbie movie back when he was like – like before he was a director. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not the, Bar- the, the Sonic Carpenter. The Karen Carpenter, yeah. I don't yeah. know why I said Sonic Youth, because they covered Karen Carpenter. But yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then that movie got made, but it got, you know, it got, there's so much illegal with Mattel. No, no, it wasn't Mattel. I beg your pardon. It, it was legal with Mattel because they used fake Barbies. <laughs> uh, the, the family, 
the family sued and they, they didn't get distribution or anything. So the only way to watch it is to like go to like at the time there's a video store near me that, that had a, a table where it was stuff that, that they couldn't charge for, but you could rent and included stuff like that. That was, you know, kind of black, right. Black right, market right. stuff. So I, I watched it, but like nowadays I thought it would be easier. So I was like, Oh, it's going to be on a torrent site, but I don't think I understood the situation properly. Excuse me. She was on an episode of Comedy Bang Bang, and the the lawsuit was threatened, but she was safe. Like she could have put it out, but she didn't want to at the time because it would have been too much hassle. That's why they're able to, to show it now because it's clearly yeah. a parody and it's legal. So it's it, like otherwise, I think they would have just put it in the like out for out for grabs on torrent sites. But she wants to make money off of it, so she wouldn't. So anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Long story short. Yeah, me too. Um... I thought she was very uh, cool on the comedy bang bang episode. And then I was like, Oh yeah, let me, let me see what this is. And you know, like I'm not a superhero uh, movie person anyway. So like, it's not like I'm going to, I would take it as blasphemy or anything, you know, no, I don't really no. know what the, the problems I, I understand the IP issues, but like satire, it's the law is pretty clear. So right, and, and as they mentioned on that episode, they're, they're, there's constantly things coming out like porns of different porn, yeah, yeah, of different uh, intellectual property, and it, it it goes without like no problem. So as long as it's a parody, that's why once they talked about that, I was like, oh, that's true, and it was just like behind the scenes stuff that we don't know about that was happening. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. It looks like it'll be fun and interesting. Just interesting, especially uh, that that kind of Gonzo filmmaking style where it's just—I guess Gonzo's not right, but you know, just see their pants and let's see what we yeah. can do on a, on, a, like, on a small budget indie, yeah, low budget indie filmmaking, yeah. Which surprisingly, maybe I'm not looking in the right places, but you don't see this much anymore. Like, nope. you know, like my I, recommendation for this week is going to reference it, but it's from way back. Yeah, yeah. But no, you I mean, don't. Like the, I mean, I, the 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 early '90s when there was all those indie films coming out, and some were good, and some were like some were so good that they became not indie anymore. Like you know the, right, the right. Tarantino's and the Kevin Smiths of the world, but it was there was a lot that came out at that time, and there it just doesn't. I mean, maybe it happens and it goes places I don't know about, but I I just I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think yeah. You're you're right. Like Linklater is the closest thing, but he's uh, he's big budget now too. Yeah, hey man, I mean he's so. done that. What was that? Didn't he do a Philip K. Dick? I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it through a scanner? Dark? I can't even remember. Yeah, yeah. With like, that Wes Anderson process. Yeah, Wes Anderson started the same way. Like you know, Bottle Rocket was yeah, Bottle Rocket. Yeah, it's like they, they had um, James Caan, but that, that's how it got made. It was not. Anyway, that's. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's out there. I don't there. think having James Con at that point was as uh, well, <laughs> big a deal as it yeah. had been before. But yeah, yeah, it was. It was. But it's probably what got it in more people's eyes than otherwise. Now I know you're not a Wes Anderson fan, but do you like Bottle Rocket? Not really. I find yeah. them all okay. pretty bland. Yeah. Yeah, Bottle Rocket's so different though. It's it's before he got that before he became so situated in that that way of filmmaking where that, it's, yes, yeah, yeah. But like yeah. I said, I I would love to see uh, an exhibit of his at MoMA of just like design and fucking set design and all that stuff. Um, just I, I can't do his movies. Um, and like we yeah, said, we're we're talking about the Emmys. I'm glad we've been yeah. talking about the Emmys for so long. 
Yeah, me too. Um, what do we got here? 45th. But well, first of all, I would say there's like a clear winner between the years on what was nominated here to me. But um, let's look at uh, the 45th annual primetime Emmys uh, from 1993. You want to do the outstanding comedy series, Pat? Sure. This was this was something I just to put a date on it. It was September 19th, 1993, in case you're wondering. Pre. Oh, Never post, forget. It's uh, post 9-11, but not the 9-11 you're thinking of. Uh, Maybe out- it is. Who knows what happened to you in 93? Yeah, it's true. Outstanding comedy series. Uh, it was Murphy Brown, Larry Sanders show, Home Improvement, Cheers and Seinfeld. And the winner was. Who would you have picked? Uh, whew, that that's a tough one. That I'm trying to think of the year. You know, I would have given Larry Sanders and waited till the next year for Seinfeld, probably. But I'm fine with Seinfeld winning it. I think I would have gone with Seinfeld because it's that's just the second season of Larry Sanders and is it? Oh, okay. okay. Well, yeah. there's more coming, and I don't know. Yeah, they're they're both good. They're uh, both. Home Home Improvement doesn't fit here at all. I don't understand nope. how that was nominated well, at all. I was going to say, I say Seinfeld, Cheers, and Larry Sanders show are pretty strong fucking uh, contenders. Home Improvement and Murphy Brown can that just shows you the shitty state of TV I, comedy back then. I don't have as much bad to say about Murphy Brown, but yeah, and well, I think that the but more importantly, Seinfeld, Cheers, and Larry Sanders all hold up. Like I know you're not yes. a big Cheers fan, but I, I no think no it's still, it, no I. I I have nothing but respect for Cheers. I just don't. It's just not something I'm gonna watch, really. Right. You know, but, it, but I yeah, loved but, it when it was on. But I think it does hold up. I think the humor is is kind of. I, I, I think I go as far as say timeless. It's 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 a no. It's, know, it's timeless it's relationships and it's it's yeah. It's it's good humor that that can last. Like Murphy Brown was probably a lot of political humor. I don't really remember it that well. I just it yeah. Wasn't no, that. it was it was it was garbage. I mean, I agreed with the politics it was espousing, but it was so heavy handed it was not even funny. And and I think Seinfeld and Cheers are even better than Larry Sanders. Not as not not as far as quality goes, but as far as, whole, as the test of time. Because Larry Sanders, you're relying a lot on uh like entertainment figures. Knowledge of Carson and right. yeah. 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 All that is just makes it like it's still a good show, but it's there's there's more that you have to know going in. But Seinfeld and Cheers, I think it's just like anytime, anywhere you watch that show, it'll be funny. Yeah. Although I think uh, Larry Sanders, you can pick enough up just through context that there's there's still some really hilarious shit on there that. Yeah, I, you know, you I, would not but, you would still laugh at even if you didn't know anything about that stuff. But yeah, I think I know so. But, I, but, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's a little bit off putting to have like references and like, I know this is funny, but I don't know why. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm fine with Seinfeld winning. Uh, yeah, so we don't have to I write a letter about this one. Yeah. Uh, I will do the outstanding drama series. Uh, Picket Fences, Homefront, I'll Fly Away, Law and Order, Northern Exposure. I did them in the reverse order. Picket Fences won. Uh, I guess uh, Law and Order? I, fuck, I don't know. Dude. I I can do without all of them, to be honest. Well, I... I... Uh, 93 Law and Order. I mean, I I like Law and Order, so I'd pick that no matter what. Lo, uh, 93 Law and Order. I'll I'll say it must be before Sam Waterston, only because Sam Waterston was an I'll Fly Away. 
So it must be when that other, the Michael Moriarty. Oh, yeah. The boring uh, one. Yeah. But, uh, the non Waterstonian one. When we talk about, uh, the test of time, Law and Order is the only one of this yes. list that oh. I think people have even heard of. So, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Excuse oh, I, I mean, saw both Picket Fences and Northern Exposure. Yeah, but they weren't good. I mean, Northern Exposure, no. I, don't, I don't even think it was that good at the time. It was It, it was wasn't. It was, yeah, I remember them, like, trying to market it when it first came out as, like, a Twin Peaks, but, like, comedy. You know, I, I was like, no, this, you're making the wrong comparisons. This is like the, it was like the forced quirky, yeah, and it also it was, was just so it was, drab. It was fish out of water, just another way to do fish out of water. Yeah, but I mean, in, but nowadays it's just known as the the, the guy from my Fe- my my fat big Greek wedding. My big fat Greek wedding was in that show. <laughs> oh, is it, which I haven't seen. Oh well, then the guy from Sex and the City. Have you okay. seen that? You just keep giving me more and more stuff. I've never no, seen I, that I know him as the guy from Northern Exposure. The, the D, I'm talking about the DJ, not the star, but the DJ in Northern Exposure. Oh, yeah, that, John yeah, Corbett, that I guy. His name is John Corbett. Yeah, he was like the 93 version of uh, a hunky guy. <laughs> well, I guess he's still hunky if he he's playing the 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 romantic lead in in that Mike. Well, not still my my big fat Greek wedding was a long time ago. Although there is a sequel coming out this summer if you're interested in seeing it. I saw it as a trailer. Um, I do try to see sequels without ever seeing the originals. So maybe but I'll not only is this a sequel, and this is going to shock you, it's the third sequel. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> there's, a, there's a part two. I didn't know. I've, I've never seen any of them. I'm sure they're very good. But there was a part two. and So I was watching this thinking, oh, it's going to be part two. It's such a long time that we're bringing it back. But no, it's part three. Okay. Oh, so there's a second sequel. That's what. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, so the wow, front, no, I had no clue. Do you know what Homefront is? I'm looking at it. I don't know any. Oh, Kyle Chandler. I, I oh my God, it was some kind of like I don't know Heartland fucking patriotic bullshit show. I don't know, man. I but don't remember. It had um the dude from the the football show was the star of it. Uh, the guy that always confused Friday Night Lights. Yeah, Kyle. Oh, Kyle Chandler. Yeah, you yeah. said that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've, I mean, I've never heard. Actors got to get work, dude. No, I'm just. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know he was around that long ago. That, that's my surprise. I I thought he. I thought Friday Night Lights was like his first role, and before that, it was like he was starring in this show. So I'm, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, I've never it was, heard of it. It was created by former Knott's Landing producers Lynn Marie Latham and Bernard Lechewick. So that that tells you something. Um. Uh, okay. Do you want me? Yeah, to Law and Order for both Picket Fences, uh, same thing. It was like trying to be. Lo- quirky in sensibility and it also didn't work it's it's from david e kelly who i think cut his teeth on law or not law or i'm sorry la law and yeah, la yeah. law he did with bot show and then he did his own thing for a while now now he's done a ton of shit and it's yeah. all kind of it's all kind of stuff i don't want to watch although yeah. i do like his show on netflix the, the, the lincoln lawyer or something like that based on the novel that also based on the movie i think that's him but it's just what? kind of it's just kind of a light a light legal show, a crime show. Uh, who wrote that? Do you, do you, does that name fucking break? Grisham? I feel like no, not Grisham. It's somebody uh, Michael Connolly. Oh, who did who did Bosch? Right. Yeah. yeah. This is this is not it's as good as Bosch. Number one dad show. Yeah. No, no, that's that we we know that's Yellowstone. 
Oh, right, right. I forgot. It was a new day, a new age. Um, Outstanding. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I, I keep like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing on my keyboard. Like it keeps like increasing and decreasing the font size by like magnitudes. Anyway, go oh, ahead. Oh, you mean computer keyboard, not, not your, I thought you were going to. Yeah, no, not my, not my Roland. Music. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm fine on that. Another surprise. I'm, right now. I did watch Picket Fences, but I did not know. I mean, I watched maybe. Who knows? A couple episodes, but right. Don Cheadle was in it. Would have never guessed that, and I love Don Cheadle. Outstanding Wait, per- like as a series regular. Sorry, I don't know. He's on uh, okay. the, the, the. You know, you go to Wikipedia and you see who's starring, and he's yeah. One of uh, okay, fuck it. Yeah, I'm not going to look into it. Go ahead. Well, do you want to like make it so we watch that entire show and we find out what what the? Uh, oh, he was a prosecutor. So I can't he, even imagine it was like. He was main cast. Streaming anywhere. He was main cast the the final. Two, it was only on for four seasons. He was main cast the final, the final two only. seasons. Well, I mean, it, yeah. it won an Emmy. Like it actually won this Emmy, and then it can only go for him. Yeah. Uh, outstanding variety music or comedy series. Saturday Night Live, Late Night with David Letterman, MTV Unplugged, The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. And you you got to mention that the MTV Unplugged was the episode for Rod Stewart. <laughs> That's interesting. The other ones, his due. The other ones don't Idiot. mention in the specific episode, but that one does. Yeah. Oh, I guess that makes sense, because each Unplugged was a different... Well, that, that would have been the year that Nirvana was in it. I was going to say, like, you know... <laughs> yeah. This uh, anyway. is how things were in 93, everybody. <laughs> Saturday Night Live won. And I um, can't... Shouldn't have. Should have been Letterman, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Leno shouldn't have been on there. MTV Unplugged. That show was just so, like, at least there was consistency with um, Saturday Night Live and Letterman. Even Leno, it was just consistently bad. But MTV Unplugged, like, it depended who was on. They had some really horrific, terrible artists on there. You know what I mean? So it's not like something you would watch every time it was on. Right, right. Well, that's why they mentioned Rod Stewart. He did a good job. <laughs> That might be yeah. the episode where he had his, his stomach pumped. But this is after uh, Arsenio Hall, I guess. Oh, yeah, because once Jay Leno took over the Tonight Show, Arsenio Hall's show kind of blew up. Oh, did it? That's interesting. I mean, yeah, it's weird. That it, it's, it should it's have a good counter reaction or a reaction to Leno, I feel like. Yeah, but another I'm, one. I, I, I remember enjoying the Arsenio Hall show. It, but it, I, I'm pretty sure it was about that time that I don't know what happened, but because that's when Chevy Chase took over that time slot for a long for like time. a week. Yeah, oh, was it? Oh no, Magic Johnson was like a week. Um, I thought Chevy Chase was a week as well. I don't know how. I, long, I, yeah, I I do feel like it was very short. Like I watched, I started to watch the first episode, and then I was like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. God awful. Um. But, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm fine with Leno getting nominated because th- what, what else was on it? <laughs> this is like everything else has one, two, three, four, five, and there's only four nom- nominees because there's nothing else they could even nominate. Yeah, know, like a I know. regular series. So they should have just put Larry Sanders in this category, yeah. and then that would have won. Um, well, um, also, this, what? But what, what? Why does Rod Stewart need to be unplugged? You're not going to play those like distorted guitars you usually have, Rod. What the fuck? What are you even talking about? I don't even. I I have to be honest. I don't remember uh, that. <laughs> the only what? one I remember is is Nirvana unplugged. I don't remember Rod Stewart. Oh, I remember. Unplugged. 
I remember REM. Uh, oh, they did one. Okay, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, I'm just I, sorry to interrupt. I just want to talk about the SNL cast was the Phil Hartman, Chris Farley cast. It, that's a pretty fun cast. It's a good cast. I mean, yeah, Phil Hartman. Uh, can't complain about that. And I, um, I always have that theory that the best Saturday Night Live cast is the cast when you were in high school, and I'm not the only one who has that theory. And this is the cast that was in for my high school, so I do have fun memories for all these guys. Yeah, me it was it was Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. um, Piscopo that whole crew, Piscopo. I did think Piscopo was funny back then? Yeah. Oddly enough, fucking Johnny Dangerously, man, I love that movie. <laughs> it can't hold up. I saw like. It was on something the other day when I was, like, switching channels. I guess it couldn't have been the other day because I haven't watched channels for a long time. But uh, And and part of it was on, and I was like, oh, Johnny Dangerously. And I was like, no, you know, I'm going to keep my memories of liking it and <laughs> flip right past. I, I I agree they can't hold up, but I bet individual scenes are still funny because I can think of them and they still would make me laugh. Oh, but yeah. yeah. Fargan Bastage, we used to say that all the time when I was <laughs> a kid. But Chris Farley was a very funny Saturday Night Live performer. He was. Yeah, Farley, I I got it. And anything with Phil Hartman. Yeah. I, yeah that's to me, I think thing. he's probably the goat of, uh, of Saturday Night Live. I know most people would say like Eddie Murphy or John Belushi, but. I don't think anyone would say John Belushi. I was talking to a friend of mine about him recently, and I don't think he's that funny. And I, He isn't, but he was, at the time, he was revered, you know. And yeah, for a while after. I, I guess, but like you watch the Chris Farley skits, they're still funny. The man down yes. the river is going to make any, but I don't think that like the only thing that's funny about the, like the, the samurai, I don't actually, I don't know the thing that's funny about the samurai and the, 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 the only thing that's funny about the, the, like the Chicago accent guys, it's just, it's just the absurdity of it, but it doesn't but really the, hold the, up. The cheese boy, cheese boy. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. It's all. Yeah. The but, blues brothers. I loved that movie. Uh, I wish yeah. they hadn't been singing, but. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. Um, yeah, that's a funny movie, and he's good in it, and he's he's good in Animal House. But I'm just saying, I I would not pick him. I would pick I would pick Phil Hartman over him. I'd pick Eddie Murphy over him, and I'd, maybe oh, like yeah. Will Will Ferrell's very funny. I might pick him, him over over uh, John Belushi. But yeah, anyway, sorry to go yeah yeah. Oh, me too. I I would not include Belushi. Shit, I'd pick David Spade over. Uh, I mean, even from that from his generation, I I take Bill Murray over him. Yep, same, exactly. Or uh, who else was on that? Uh, Ackroyd, I take Ackroyd over him, too. So I don't know. Yeah, that, and that first season, it's it's difficult for people to understand at this remove, but Chevy Chase was funny. There was a reason oh, yeah. he, he yeah. was the breakout, first breakout star. Yeah, he was um, a jerk, but he was very funny. Yeah, he was. He did it perfectly. Um, I remember... Stewart. No, no, go ahead. I, I was in high school, and I had... Or maybe in grade school, but I, I like you know VHS had just come out, and somehow I'd gotten a copy of the first episode of Saturday Night Live, and it was it was such an interesting thing to watch because it, it was so different. It had yep. like the the Muppet. George Carlin, the Muppets. Yeah, and George yeah. Carlin was the guest, like quote unquote guest, but he was not in any skits. He just did stand up. He just did he his stand up. Yeah, and the stand up did not hold up. I thought it was funny. I don't remember it. Again, yeah, I haven't watched I it since I was in high school. But I, yeah. I mean, it wasn't hilarious, but it wasn't awful. It was just kind of thoughtful. But the the Muppet stuff was great. But that that just lasted that season. Yeah. Well, you could see why. There, like, yeah. The reaction yeah. from the audience was right. not good. 
Yeah. At it all. Was, it um, was good, but they, the audience was just stupid. Let's be very, very clear. Oh, yeah, dude. No, I they, I, they must have them streaming, or they did yeah. at some point. Because uh, I watched some of the first season, and yeah, there was later in the season, like the Muppets like made a plea with Gilda, or Gilda Radner made a plea on their behalf to keep them <laughs> on the show, but uh, it didn't work. I forgot that I forgot I forgot about her and she's very funny. Yes, Gilda Radner, another one. Yeah. And I, for me, Jan Hooks was like yep. Yep. hilarious. And that's like, that's the '92 cast. Yeah, no, she was awesome. Like her and Phil Hartman were to me the the ones of, yeah. of that. Yeah. And that's out of a really strong cast, like you said. Yeah, I mean, the, the if I forgot about Chris Rock and, and Adam Sandler. They're very funny people, and they're very. And then at the time, Adam Sandler was my actual absolute favorite comedian because I'd seen him. Like I think he was on Letterman maybe as a guest before he, he got on Saturday Night Live, and I saw like the the bits he did there. Like his stand up was so great, so I was so excited when he got to Saturday Night Live. And then of course all our favorites from then and now, Rob Schneider was on that in that cast. Oh yeah, of course, making cup days like yeah. that was his fucking claim to fame on that show. <laughs> yep. Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah. If you're like this, I know this is not an original idea, but I do believe it that like if you're doing comedy and you have a catchphrase you're doing it wrong right <laughs> um anyway yeah uh yeah i i can see saturday night live um dave i probably would have given to you like his first two years on the air because that was so mind-blowing oh so this was this was probably his last season he should have won it this year sorry yeah this was his last NBC this season his- before he went moved to CBS, yeah. Yeah, because if Leonard was doing Tonight's Show, this was when he was like ticked off and ready to go. Yep, so that's too bad. That would have been the right season. I don't, I'm I'm sure he won eventually for his own show, I mean his own 11:30 show, but not not this year. Um. Oh yeah, he definitely did. Well, he became Carson basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, the the Rod Stewart thing. I was writing something kind of about this the other day. 1993 who the fuck is listening to rod stewart in 93 i I don't even like i was i had the 80s station on and like i was like all right it'll be you know cheesy i I don't expect it like who's for do and stuff but like they're playing stuff i was like what (laughs) um they played like the fabulous thunderbirds and that was another one i'm like wait who was fucking teenagers weren't listening to this right they could not have been same and and like Glenn Fry or something. I was just like, this is like all boomer shit. But anyway, I don't know. It's weird to me. Tell me, teenagers, you didn't listen to this and like Kenny Loggins and shit. Anyway, well, it, it was say. probably also, a reunion Rod Stewart, thing. Kind of racist. Supported oh, yeah. uh, supported the uh, fascist right wing party in England. So fuck you, Rod. Was he a part you of steal from a culture and then you? He had to be. I don't know. I don't know anything about him anymore. But. So who's Ronnie Woods? That's who. That's who he did that unplugged with. Oh, he's he's the dude from the Rolling Stones. I don't. Yeah, but he was in the faces with Rod Stewart uh, oh, for that. Okay. Yeah. So this was like this was a nostalgia thing. This this unplugged. It was. It must more... have been. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense if if they're doing like made. Although I bet they weren't doing faces songs, but yeah. All right, fuck it. Let's move on. Uh, outstanding variety music or comedy special. 
I just want to just just to show how old we are. In 1993, Rod Stewart was 30. Yeah. No, I know, dude. What the hell? He wasn't. <laughs> Born in 63. <laughs> and yet he always looked 60. That's yeah. the weird thing. Um, outstanding variety music or comedy special. Oh, uh, younger people, if you don't know who Rod Stewart is, uh, consider yourselves lucky. I'm going to go in just random order here. The 65th Annual Academy Awards. The 46th Annual Tony Awards. Sondheim, a celebration at Carnegie Hall. The Search for Signs of Intelligent Life in the Universe. Or Bob Hope, The First 90 Years. Um, no surprise, I guess, Bob Hope, The First 90 Years one. I mean, it was still in that period of kind of the old-fashioned shit, I guess. You can just you can kind of tell by the nominees. Um, well, I think it's like the, the end of that period, though. Like Carson's starting off the end, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's... This is like a, a block category, and I would be surprised if it still exists when we when we jump ahead thirty years. Yeah, I know I haven't looked. I, I imagine they they must have different categories, but um, yeah, I, it, because I always think it think of it as like an eighties thing. But it, I guess it did it did go into the nineties as well, where it was still like, what what are you guys doing? Why is it all this old uh, Vegasy Hollywoody shit? Anyway, yeah, I mean, 93 yeah. is still basically the 80s. You're, I mean, 92, I'm sorry, this was on, in 92. Right, and, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, technically and literally not the 80s at all. Right. I don't know what yeah. the search for signs of intelligent life. Oh, that that was a Lily Tomlin uh, uh, one-woman show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I literally wouldn't have cared what would have won out of these. Although, you know, it'd be nice to see Lily Tomlin win. Rather than Bob Hope, I mean, if you're gonna go by just stand-up stuff, um, yeah, I want. But I wonder who wins. Like the producers and writers probably win for this. It's not Bob Hope himself or Lily Tomlin. Well, still, yeah, no, Tomlin. yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's probably more interesting than this other stuff. But this is like this is the beginning of the end for networks like uh, dominating the Emmys because it didn't win. But you see a lot of not a lot. You see a few. Like Larry Sanders is in there. The search for signs from Showtime right. is in there, and then in this next category, there's some. It's it's dominated by by HBO. Yes, and that was another weird thing for for a time. The Emmys did not uh, consider cable stuff, so they had the Ace Cable Ace Award, right. <laughs> which I don't. I mean, I guess they were broadcast. I don't remember ever seeing them. No, but uh, yeah, it was weird. Uh, anyway, yeah, I don't care about that one. Outstanding made-for-television movie. True. PBS. The positively true adventures of the alleged Texas cheerleader-murdering mom. HBO. Susan Cohn. HBO. Stalin. HBO. Barbarians at the Gate. HBO. It looks like uh, Barbarians at the Gate and Stalin both won. Uh, was it high? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't know how that happened. All right. Well, let's... Uh, you know, I was going to click on it, but then I don't want to read through all this bullshit um all right so uh don't really remember any of them uh true uh, i assume was a truman capote uh biography just because it's spelled t-r-u but let's see oh yeah i didn't even put that it's a play yep, yep ah, adapted from the words and works of capote yeah. i guess all right That's... yeah i i have no opinion on this because i don't think if i so, saw any of them i don't remember them so 
Citizen Cone, I remember seeing. That's James Woods where he plays Roy Cone, the that dude. Oh my god, yeah, the writer. The the uh the no the lawyer for J- Joseph McCarthy, who was like person supposedly that came oh, up with yes. the idea for the you know, blame everybody else. And the story goes that he was close to at the end of his life with Trump and that's how Trump has come up with a lot of his that's I've read that. I don't know if it's true, but I have read that. That he uh, you mean you mean Cone or uh James Woods? Because I mean James Woods well, basically this is who he is now. I no, I I meant I meant Cone. He that 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 Cone was a representative, like a lawyer for Trump and like pushed a lot of the like the 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 kind of the way he does things where he's right, right. Outrageous. Anyway, I've, I remember seeing that Citizen Cone. I think he might have been gay Cone, but like in the closet or I don't mean to be homophobic if he's not because he's kind of a jerk. Um, <laughs> but I, I seem to remember is that that is part of the movie. Yeah. I, like I said, uh, See, I, I, who, who the hell was I thinking of that was the songwriter? Wait, was there a Sammy oh. Cohen or something? Oh, Co- uh, anyway. Cohen. The, uh, that's like, what's his name played on the... Uh, James Woods? No. <laughs> that would be a coup. No, the old Sammy act- Cohen, yeah. The lyricist, yeah. I think, but the he old was actor? Pla- he was played in a movie by uh, an old, uh, like, Edward G. Robinson. Not Edward G. Robinson, but someone who's similar to him. Uh, that's a great game. Chief Wiggum? <laughs> um, <laughs> Not that close. <laughs> All right, I, let's I, move on to this. Yeah, show. Another, but I, I another know. another gangster actor who went on to do a musical, and that was, that was Cagney. Yeah, Cagney. He okay. was played by James Cagney. Uh, but yeah, Ooh, I don't. Dirty fuck. Just fuck my my screen just zoomed again. Maybe every time I say fuck, it like affects well, it. Well, no, that would. I, I've done this show with you for a while. That you you'd be uh, really confused. Yeah. True. Um. See, and it just, now it just sucked me up. Okay, Outstanding Miniseries. Let's just whip through it. The Jacksons, An American Dream. It would be called An American Nightmare now, I would think. Sinatra. Who the fuck played Sinatra? Um, Family Pictures. Alex Haley's Queen. Uh, and Prime Suspect 2. don't know what any of these are, um, so I don't care. Well, I, I clicked on the... Oh. I clicked on the Jacksons wondering the, the, the first actor listed is Lawrence Hilton Jacobs and he's showing up as clicked on my screen and I was wondering who he was and it's the dude from Welcome Back Cotter. So it's Oh hell yeah, dude. Hey. <laughs> Angela Bassett, Holly Robinson Pete. It's it's an interesting cast. Billy D. Williams, Vanessa Williams, Terrence Howard. Wow, it's a really interesting cast. I did not see this. Yeah, no. The, so this one, uh, the Sinatra one, stars Philip Kastnoff. So, uh, asked and answered, I guess. I nothing to say about that. He's from Philadelphia. Uh, well, belief for you. Uh, I already forgot your name. What was it? I don't Anton? Kastanoff. Anton Kastanoff. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Um, don't care. I can't tell what fucking page I'm on now. Sorry, this thing is driving me, uh, well, I'm still, I'm still obsessed with that musical that I can't find. I really want to know what it was. Wait, the musical? Yeah, we're. I'm still talking about James Cagney. Oh, uh, Yankee Doodle Dandy, dude. That's that? it. Yeah. Why did you say it before? Oh, because I'm fucking trying to figure out the Sinatra shit and my and my stupid computer. Cohan. That's George Cohan. That was George I, M. Cohen. God damn it. Yes. 
with an A instead of an E. Anyway, uh, yeah, I didn't, I, I don't care about this miniseries stuff. I didn't see any of these at the time and I would not watch them now. Prime Suspect 2 is, do they, is that still, no, it's not. I thought maybe that was still on PBS because the name seemed familiar. Do you want me to go to the next category? Or do you want to talk about Yeah, this? let's, no, let's go. I don't care at all. Uh, outstanding lead actor in a comedy series. Uh, Ted Danson as Sam Malone. Gary Shandling as Larry Sanders. Jerry Fine, John, Jerry Seinfeld as Seinfeld. Jerry. John Goodman as Dan Connor, Tim Allen as Tim Taylor. I would have been happy with anyone winning aside from one, and Ted Danson won, so he's one of the ones I would have been happy with. Yep, I would have been happy with any of them except the exact same one. Uh, I don't think we even need to mention it. Nope. Um, I mean, of course, we're talking about Gary Shandling. Yeah, kind of a... R.I.P. bastard. Is he the only one dead in this list? Yes, he is. Yep, so far. I mean, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, let's say, let's move on to the next. Yes, no, I'm totally fine with that. I think all of them were good. I mean, Jerry Seinfeld wasn't a good actor, but he was a good Jerry Seinfeld on Seinfeld. And in, in defense of Tim Allen, who's kind of a D-bag, he was the lead in a show that was incredibly popular, so it makes sense for him to be nominated. It was. I mean, it, yeah, it made sense. I just doesn't have anything to do with his politics. I didn't even know his politics at the time. I didn't know the show sucked. Right, right. He wasn't funny, but yeah. Um, Outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. Oh, man, a lot of of problematic people here. Wait, Marion Ross as Sophie Berger in Brooklyn Bridge. I forgot that was even a show. Yeah, I think that's the show that was the the creator of Family Ties created a show about his his youthful upbringing, and Marion Ross plays the grandmother. That sounds uh, hideous. Helen Hunt as Jamie B- as Jamie Buckman. I'm sorry, uh, Mad About You fans. Candace Bergen as Murphy Brown. See, here's the other thing. Like people talk about Jerry Seinfeld not being an actor. Candace Bergen isn't an actor, is she? I she she can't act. Am I crazy? I, I can't I be the only you, one who thinks this. I won't hear you say a bad thing about Candy. All right. I mean, I give props to her dad. Uh, for oh, how yeah. work with that uh that dummy. But yeah. Mortimer Snurd. Yeah, Mortimer Snurd. I used to love that that dummy. Did you really? I did. I loved the way he looked. I loved how fucking stupid he was. Uh, how did you hilarious. even see I mean I'd seen clips Dude, of Dude, that shit was like on T V when I was what? a kid. Yeah. Really? I've Local, never yeah. seen it. I've never ever seen it. Yeah. Uh, it was a weird time. Uh, Kirstie Alley as Rebecca Howe in Cheers, and Roseanne Arnold as Roseanne Connor in uh, The Connor Family. So uh, before you announce the winner, why is Roseanne Arnold? Oh, that's what she was known at the time. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. Right. I, what is she? Is she Roseanne Barr again? I don't even Correct. know. Correct. She's Roseanne Barr. Okay. Yeah. So I should have said Roseanne Barr. Yes. No, no. Uh, but I mean, at the time, yeah. like on the award, it. Spoiler alert, she won. It would have said Roseanne Arnold. Talk about fucking riding coattails, dude. Jesus Christ. Oh, you think she rode Tom's coattails? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He, he saw him on Carson all the time before that and stuff. And he was like, oh, I know. I know this little lady. She is a woman, but, you know, you should give her a chance. Uh, yeah. No, Roseanne won. Uh, enough said. It was a different time uh, for Roseanne in some ways. In others, she was still uh, crazy. I don't yeah. know if she had 
talked about the like whatever the fuck it was the hypnosis that made her remember being abused and stuff which you know I didn't know about that I, I yeah thought, all through like well it was pretty much known at the time scientifically but like none of that shit is true right you don't right. anyway who cares uh should we even do any more? I feel like, oh, supporting actor. We can skip these miniseries ones, right? Oh, I think my list is different. I don't. I just see outstanding lead actor in a drama and outstanding lead actress in a drama. Oh, oh, I'm on the Wikipedia page. So am I. What the heck? Wait, what? <laughs> actor, <laughs> acting. I have acting lead performances under that supporting performances. Right, but we we haven't done drama yet. Oh, drama. No, I'm still in comedy. Yeah. Oh, God damn, this is long, huh? Yeah. That's what you're saying. Wait. You're still, I mean, we did the we did the Outstanding Lead Actor in Comedy Series. Right below that's Outstanding gotcha. Lead Actor in Drama I don't know series. why I I saw the miniseries are special, and I was like, oh, let's skip it. Yes. Uh, uh, let's go yeah, on, sir. Might as well. So Outstanding Lead Actor in Drama Series, Tom Scarrett and Picket Fences, a show we've already talked about, Scott Bakula and Quantum Leap, Michael Moriarty in Law & Order. I was right. Rob Moreau in Northern Exposure. Sam Waterston in I'll Fly Away. I would have not. Tom Scarrett won. I'm sure he was fine, but it should have been Scott Bakula and Quantum Leap. Oh, boy. Wait, are you? Uh, yeah, may, I guess. I don't or know. Mo- I know. Or Michael, Michael Moriarty. Moriarty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a Quantum Leap. Oh, well, we had an opportunity. We got an email from the PR reps uh, to, to interview an actress from that show, but we'd never followed through. But there was a new Quantum Leap that came on TV I never watched. I loved yeah, Quantum Leap. No, me Leap. either. When I was a kid, that was like my favorite, one of my favorite shows. Like at this time, it was probably one of my favorite. Law and Order and Quantum, Quantum Leap were my two favorite shows on TV, which says a lot about me, a lot about how bad TV was. But it still yeah. it holds a special place in my heart because it was it's such a fun idea, not just not just for like a fun like a science fiction idea of like blah 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 going tra- time travel, but such a great idea for a TV show where you can have like this ensemble or not ensemble, a different cast every week with just one guy who's the same one. I think that's fun. Yeah, like an anthology series almost. Yeah. So you can bring in different actors every week to 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 highlight, like to give, like, you know, a, a chance for an actor to shine and do a good job. Like, I don't know what that did, but, you know, how they sometimes, like the Law & Order SVU would give, like, Robin Williams a chance to win an Emmy, that kind of thing. Right, right. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was cool, but... Uh, just but as a as a general idea, it's pretty neat too. Anyway, do actress or do you have more? Yeah, to say? yeah. Uh, outstanding lead actress in drama. We have Kathy Baker from Picket Fences, who also won. I guess it was uh, Picket was that Fences your Love Year. Yeah. yeah. Susie Kurtz in uh, Sisters. Angela Lansbury in she should have won. She wrote. Yeah, they should have given it. I mean, she. I think she died the next year, right? Regina Taylor for I'll Fly Away and Janine Turner for Northern Exposure. All right, now we can skip these ones. Damn, I didn't know this was going to be so long. All right, go All for right. it. Oh, we're skipping and we're, we're, oh, we're doing supporting. Supporting outstanding actor in a comedy series, Michael Richards as Cosmo Kramer, which is interesting because I think at this point his first name wasn't known yet. Jason yeah, Alex, I think you're right. Jason Alexander yeah. as George Costanza, Michael Jeter. An evening. Oh, that's that Burt Reynolds show. Michael Jeter is Herman Stiles in Evening Shade. Jeffrey Tambor is Hank Kingley in that Larry Sanders show. Rip Torn is Arthur in the Larry Sanders show. I'm happy with 
everyone but Michael Jeter because I have no idea who that is. I actually, I think uh, Michael Richards won. Go ahead. Yeah, Michael Richards won. I think anyone but Jeter and Michael Richards should have won. Um, I would. I would say Jason Alexander probably, although Rip Torn was great too. Wait, Michael Richards? You didn't, you didn't think he was great as Kramer? He was, but it was too much. You know what? I I like what Jason did more. It was more human and realistic as George Costanza, I guess. Whereas Kramer was just more of a kind of a clown. It's he was not, the Mortimer Snerd of. It's, uh, it's of not called a human or realistic series. It's called a comedy series. True. Then I guess it's, it's all, it's all good. Yeah. Case closed. Outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series, uh, Shelley Fabares uh, from Coach, Sarah Gilbert from Roseanne, Julia Louis Dreyfus from Seinfeld, Rhea Perlman from Cheers, and Laurie Metcalf from Roseanne, who won. Um, don't have strong opinions about this one. I I like I I just want to say Ray Perlman was in a recent episode of It's Always Sunny and it was neat to see her. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I mean, I, Coach was terrible, but you know, I watched the other ones. So I watched all these shows, and I always find it funny that you hated Coach so much. So it was just a show. <laughs> you have like a, a strong animosity towards it, and that always cracks yeah, me up. Well, that one and Wings. I just I, yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. know what it is. Yeah, but Wings, it's wrong for you to hate that because that Tony Shalhoub, and Tony Shalhoub can do no wrong. But he did. It was called Wings. Um, all right. You want to go to the next? This category reminds me of something bad, and I'll tell you after I've read them all. Outstanding supporting actor in a drama series. Chad Lowe as Jesse McKenna. in life goes on. Barry Corbin as Morris, Maurice J. Minifield in uh, Northern Exposure. John Cullum as... Something, something in Northern Exposure. Vivis Finkel in Pocket Picket Fences and Dean Stockwell in Quantum Leap. Chad Lowe is Jesse McKenna one. And the sad thing is I should have got tickets. My nephew went to see Ben Swartz and friends at a local casino. And he said it was Ben Swartz, Jess McKenna, uh, the dude from the other two and the dude from Superstore. So I really missed out on something great. And I oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would give this one to Dean Stockwell, but who cares, really? Yeah, yeah. I think we're at the point where we're just, uh, yeah. Who cares? Yeah, let's finish out this uh, this stupid uh, year. Uh, outstanding supporting actress in a drama series: Cynthia Geary from Northern Exposure, Kay Lenz from Reasonable Doubts. No memory of that. Kelly Martin from Life Goes On. Peg Phillips from Northern Exposure. Uh, Mary Alice from I'll Fly Away. Mary mm-hmm. Alice won, but can I say something? Uh, yes. Um, why was the uh, fabulous Patty Lupone not nominated? Because she was also in Life Goes On. Oh, God, you people are idiots. And who knows who Mary Alice is nowadays? Only her parents. She has um, a picture... On her Wikipedia is her holding the award, so and she just died, so just good job of of, of disrespecting the dead. Later, bitch. Whoa. I, I kid, I kid, Mary Alice. She knows, she knows. I love her. I don't want to talk about the rest because there's too much to talk about, but I yep. would like to mention that Ben Stiller won for best writing for the Ben Stiller show, which is oh good, yeah, and that was a funny ass show. That yep. was 
It was starting to change then, yeah. Kids in the Hall was also nominated, but it didn't win. I guess that's the Kids in the Hall was on. It says it was on HBO. I don't remember it being on HBO. I thought it was on Comedy yep. Central, but maybe I watched it later afterwards. Yeah, you probably watched the reruns because okay. yeah, we we started watching in I I don't know eighty nine ninety anyway. Then here's here's the real robbery. Rick Reynolds, only the truth is funny, did not win. Yeah, I mean. Can you Doesn't, believe it? I, Looking I, at Rick Reynolds now, I, like you're like I can't even click on it. That's how well known it is. Do you know who Rick Reynolds is? Nope. I, I assume like I, uh, an heir to the R.J. Reynolds tobacco fortune. He, but, he does have a Wikipedia, but that show happened, and it's a very short one. Anyway, all done. Forty-five's blah blah. All right. Um, well, we'll take a break, and we'll be back with this year's uh, roster after this. Welcome back, everyone, with uh, part two of this long-ass episode, uh, the 75th annual Emmy Awards, uh, which will be this year on September something. And I've, I've not looked at this list before, and I just got a couple of nice surprises when I looked at uh, Outstanding Comedy Series. Um, I Okay, I'm, uh, I already have problems. So, yeah, let's. why don't you announce the Outstanding Comedy Series? Uh, just to be clear, we do not know the winners. We don't have any. Uh, we, we have no affiliation with that uh, accounting firm. Used to, and I used to be able to know the winners beforehand, but the things were said, and and bridges can't be repaired. Anyway, Abbott Elementary, Barry, the Bear, the Bear. That's a comedy. I didn't know that was a comedy. I haven't seen it. That's Jury one of Duty, my issues. The marvelous Mrs. Meisel. Meisel. Only murders in the building. Ted Lasso again. Wednesday, not a comedy. Of maybe, and I, maybe you consider that a comedy. I really don't, though. I I would also add Barry to that list. Definitely not a comedy. Not for this season they're fucking nominating yeah. it for. So eliminate three of those automatically. Uh, Mrs. Maisel and Only Murders are... I, actually, I don't really like Mrs. Maisel, but Only Murders is, you know, it's all right. Ted Lasso is all right. So... Uh, I got to give it to Abbott Elementary for this. I'd pick Abbott Elementary, Ted Lasso, and Ted Lasso. Even though it wasn't my favorite season, it was still good, and it's its final season. But did it win last year? So if it won last year, Probably. forget it. It should be Abbott Elementary. It 100 percent should be Abbott Elementary. Ted Lasso. No, no. Um, actually, guy. you know what? I would save Abbott Elementary for next year and give it to Jury Duty because I don't know if that's coming back. Oh yeah, that's not coming back, and that's that's the surprise. Yeah, I would. It's not going to win, but it would be awesome if it won. It was just such. Did you watch it? I forget. Yeah, yeah. It was yes, such, I did. A, it's such a delight, such a fun show, and they did a good job, but they got so lucky with their lead 
The, like, yeah. if, if you haven't watched the show, you should watch the show. But the premise of the show is uh, there's a guy's selected for jury duty. He it's not a real jury duty. Everybody else, everybody else in the show is an actor except for him. And they do all these ridiculous things to him. And he he reacts to all of them in such a lighthearted, friendly way. And it's just so, so sweet. And I I read something recently, which is my big question watching it was most of the actors in the show I've never seen before. But there's one guy who is a big part of Parks and Rec. And I'm like, how did they not recognize him? And he actually <laughs> mentioned liking Parks and Rec to someone on the staff or whatever. So the rest of the series, they, they pushed that one actor. So they never, ever interacted or very rarely interacted. So he didn't have a chance to put two and two together. Anyway, great show. Yeah. Um, outstanding drama series. Oh wait, and or uh, we, wait, okay, yeah. I'm sorry, we no, did both pick that. We both picked either Abbott or Jury Duty. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Andor, Better Call Saul, The Crown, House of the Dragon, The Last of Us, Succession, The White Lotus, and Yellow Jackets. Um, I mean, there are a few of these I haven't even seen. So let me see um, which ones you haven't seen. Uh, you have yeah. not seen Andor. You have no, not I seen haven't. The Crown. I have not. You have not seen House of the Dragon. I haven't. You have not seen The Last of Us. I have. Oh, oh, then that's it. You've yeah, seen everything. We've else. talked about it. Uh, I did not see The White Lotus. Um, you didn't see The White Lotus, but you did see The Last of Us. That, that is a shock. Go ahead. I saw the first season of The White uh, Lotus, and it was enough. I was okay. like, I, I get it. <laughs> I see your point of view and I don't want to watch it again. Um, <laughs> Yellow Jackets. Uh, I watched the first season, but I didn't watch the newest season. So I don't think I can comment right. on this one. I yeah. have not seen Yellow Jackets. I have not seen The Last of Us. I have not seen The House of the Dragon, nor why ever. I have not seen The Crown and I have not seen Better Call Saul. Yeah. I've seen the rest. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like. I feel like it should go to The Last of Us, but I, I, I think it's going to be like Succession or White Lotus. Probably yeah, Succession. I, I think it'll probably be Succession because it's his last season. I, I think Andor deserves it. It's very good. It's it's much different than any other Star Wars series ever, and like it's it's really oh, it's well. Like actually good, you mean? Well, I think they're all good, but this is the one the one where people like you who are so picky would think it's good. Uh, so anyway, but I, I agree with you. I think it's probably going to be succession. I would be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it was white Lotus, but I, I would be a little bit surprised if it was anything other than those two. Yeah. Same. Um, and then going back to the comedy, uh, I don't, I, I think, I think our choices are probably the most likely for to win there. Now Barry might win because it's this last season. But before. here's another thing I'll say on the comedy thing to me. Uh, the Bus Down and Southside were the funniest shows on TV. I still watch Southside. You did tell me to watch that. And you're not going to see – neither of them are ever coming back. So they should have been on the list. At least we got jury duty. What would you say? At least we got jury duty. Yeah, we got jury duty. Um, okay. Do you want to do the limited or – I, I don't. I don't I think don't I've know. seen any of these. I've seen one of them. I don't. Know, Beef yeah, Dauber, no, are... Daisy Jones is a sixth freshman in trouble. Obi Wan Kenobi. There, that's the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who cares? Same with the next one. I, I don't really watch. I mean, I would like RuPaul's Drag Race to win 
uh, reality competition, but I don't watch any of them. So yeah. Um, um, now that so the, to, to compare the the awards, there's no longer one for like the like there's no award to give variety. The yeah, there's no award for yeah. the Emmys to give themselves an Emmy. I guess they never were, but they could have. So yeah, that's not there anymore. But and they replaced the the uh, variety. No, outstanding variety or music comedy special is gone, and the one that was outstanding variety music or comedy series is replaced with. Um, Outstanding talk series. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. All right, let's do outstanding talk series. A Deli Show with Trevor Noah, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Late Night with Seth Meyers, Late Show with Stephen Colbert, The Problem with John Stewart. Oh, the, wait, give it to Seth Meyers. So, no, where's the show that always wins? Is, I know the John Oliver show is done, but I thought they had won this season. Why is that not, not nominated? Oh yeah, that yeah, that should have been on there. That's weird. Uh, Maybe they said tonight with John Oliver. Yeah. Maybe they said, don't we don't want to be nominated because we've won too much. I don't know. I don't think that happens. But yeah, um, who knows? That should have won. I I go with Seth Meyers is the only one I watch. So John Stewart seems to have turned into a kind of a weirdly alt right ish dude. I don't know. No, no, that's not true. Well, I, I don't know. He's doing some racist shit about. China and stuff in the uh, oh, in I didn't, COVID. Anyway, I, I didn't see that, but I've, I've definitely seen him on the left with a lot of stuff. Outstanding scripted variety series. We have oh there it oh, is there it is a, a okay. black lady sketch show <laughs> last week tonight with John Oliver and Saturday Night Live. I I do think it's funny that they like they think these other talk shows are not scripted, but um so uh. Uh, uh, with, uh, I think you should leave with Tim Robbins should be should be under scripted variety series and should win. I don't think it came back in time. Okay. Oh wait, yeah, no, I don't know when the year ends for that stuff. So. Oh, you're right. It was this year, wasn't it? So maybe next year's it'll be on the list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I got to go with John Oliver here. I like a black lady sketch yeah. show. Yeah. This season has not been great, so. Um. All right, let's go to acting. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy series: Bill Hader, Barry, Jason Segel, Shrinking, Martin Short, Only Murders in the Building, Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, Jeremy Allen White, The Bear. I, I don't know. I mean, Shrinking is not to so me, much a comedy. Oh, it is funny. I'll, I'll keep Shrinking here, but uh, Martin Short. To me, there's only one choice. What'd you say? Martin Short shouldn't be there if Steve Martin isn't. It's. it's it should be it should be a package deal. Go ahead. Well, but I still say Martin Short should win this. I yeah, mean, he is very he's funny funnier than so. all of them. <laughs> so. It's funny because like we were talking about a future episode of doing something of his from the nineties, and there was a point where he wasn't funny anymore, but it seems like he's funny again. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that just happens if you stick around long enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that rape Things keeps come hitting, back around. and it's going to be funny again. <laughs> Outstanding lead actress in a comedy series, Christina Applegate, Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnahan, The Marvelous Ms. Maisel, uh, Quinta Brunson, Abbott Elementary, Natasha Leone, Poker Face, Not a Comedy, uh, Jenna Ortega, Wednesday, also Not a Comedy. I gotta give it to, I gotta give it to Quinta Brunson. Yeah. She's the one in an actual comedy that I, I, I do love is, Natasha Leone, I love Poker Face, but still, yeah. It, it, if we're sticking to comedy, it is Quinta Brunson. I don't understand how Poker Face. I mean, no one would consider Columbo a comedy, so how's Poker Face a comedy? Because it's pretty much the same show. 
Yeah. Um, all right. Outstanding lead actor. Oh, sorry. What are you saying? No, go for it. Lead actor in a drama series. Jeff Bridges for The Old Man. That was pretty good. Brian Cox, Succession. Kieran Culkin, Succession. Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul. Pedro Pascal, The Last of Us. Jeremy Strong, Succession. Uh, I don't care. Uh, for me, it's Pedro Pascal or Bob Odenkirk, but they're not going to be the ones to win. So. No, it's probably going to be. Um, no, you know what? Maybe it won't be. His, I was going to say it's probably going to be a succession person, but wouldn't succession fans kind of like their votes will like cancel each other out and it'll end up being one of the others? Split? Uh, yeah, it could. Um, I don't know if Brian Cox has won for it before. I assume he has. I would say Kieran Culkin would be more likely. But uh, All right. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series. Sharon Horgan, Bad Sisters. What, do you Linsky. know what that is? I've never yeah, seen it. Yeah, it's on. I, I We watched one episode, but we weren't really paying attention. We were doing other stuff. So um, it's about one of the, oh, my God. I don't even want to say. I think it's about one of the husbands died and one of the sisters did it. Um, anyway, I oh, like Sharon Horgan. I've heard of that show. Okay. Um, yeah, Melanie Linsky, Yellow Jackets, Elizabeth I like, Moss, I like Handmaid's Mel- Tale. Mel- Mel- I'm sorry. I just like Mel- Melanie Linsky so much, and I haven't watched Yellow Jackets, but I'm glad she's getting so much so much press lately. Me too. I was actually going to so say it after crazy. I said her name, but I was like, oh, let's keep going, I guess. Oh, yeah, I, right. I like her too. I'm, uh, Elizabeth Moss, The Handmaid's Tale, no. I, like, I'm so tired of her. I don't know if you kept watching, like. No, I stopped very early. Yeah, it it turned into just the Elizabeth Moss uh, self-mythologizing TV show. And I was like, nope, I'm out. Um, Bella Ramsey, The Last of Us. Hey, I, okay. She wasn't in it that much. That's the thing. Um, wait, I thought, Carrie, wait, that's the kid, right? Isn't the kid in it a lot? I don't think it's the kid. No, yeah, it's, the kid. it's not the kid. No, it is. Yes, kid. Anyway, <laughs> I was thinking it was somebody else. Um, Carrie Russell, the diplomat. Have you oh, watched one episode? I was like, mm, nope. I liked it. All right. Uh, Sarah Snook, Succession. Uh, I just think it's going to be Succession. Yeah, she's the only one in there, so yep. she has a good shot. And she's fine in it. I, just, I have no problems with her. Um, yeah, no, I, I think. It's clearly going to go that way. Um, all right. I will read this list because there's oh. a few things I want to talk about. Wait, are we doing the limited? Just because. Just the, uh, yeah, because. Uh, yeah. Okay, go for it. I don't know that I've seen any of these. I'm looking. Oh, I have. Okay. So Taryn Egerton and Blackbird, Kumani, Kumana Nanjali and Welcome to Chippendales, Evan Peters and Dahmer, Daniel Radcliffe and Weird Al, the, Yank, the Weird, the Al Yankovic story, Michael Shannon, George and Tammy, Stephen Ewan Booth, Booth, Beef, but uh, I, Daniel Radcliffe's is so great. I want him to win it, but he won't. Taron Edgerton's really good in Blackbird, so I would be surprised if he won and he would deserve it. And uh, and it's, it's funny that Welcome to Chippendales was really good. I'm glad it got a nomination, but it was a lot of fun to watch. It was terrible, but fun to watch. Terrible story, yeah, but I fun could to watch. Get into it. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, just I liked Stephen Yin in. Beef. Was that worth watching? I have not watched that. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, and I liked Daniel Radcliffe in Weird. I, I So, I mean, completely different performances. Yeah. But I yeah. also really like Stephen Yun. I like he keeps popping up in more and more things. I like it. Yeah. Um, Michael I mean, Shannon is good, I, but I haven't seen George and Tammy. So 
he even does the voice for uh, in that Amazon series based on the comic book, and he, that's a good series. Invisible. Oh, I, I haven't. Yeah, no idea. Um, what is George and yeah. Tammy? Who are George and Tammy? George, oh, me, George uh, Jones and Tammy Gwinnett. Okay. I don't like biopics because they're always kind of dumb. But um, outstanding lead actress in a limited or anthology series or movie. Lizzie Kaplan in Fleischman's in Trouble. Jessica Chastain in George and Tammy. Uh, Dom- Dominique Fishback in Swarm. Catherine Hahn in Tiny Beautiful Things. Um, speaking of somebody I always love to see. Uh, yep. Riley Q, Daisy Jones in The Six. I don't know how, if that's how you say her name or not. Uh, Allie Riley, Long, Beef. She is uh, Elvis's granddaughter. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I would not pick her. I mean, I haven't seen... I've seen Fleischman is in Trouble. I've seen none and of Beef. These. Yeah. Seen so I would say none. Lizzie Kaplan or Allie Wong. Or, <laughs> or Catherine Hahn. I, I haven't seen it, but... Fuck, I'll always be happy if Catherine Hahn wins something. Um, all right, supporting. Supporting Anthony Carrigan, Barry, Phil Dunster, Ted Lasso, Pred Goldstein, Ted Lasso, James Marsden, Jury Duty. I want James Marsden. Ibn Moss, Bachrock in The Bear, Tyler James Williams, now Abbott Elementary, Henry Winkler, Barry. I still say Marsden, if not him, Tyler James Williams. Um, yes, I, it's actually pretty strong i feel like um yeah yes, everybody yeah i gotta go marsden on this one and that uh, and that's not just Tyler because James I like the, williams will win next year not just because i like the show but he does a really good job in the show and like really difficult circumstances it's it's a weird acting role that yeah. he has to do no uh, yeah on the fly i mean you can only plan for so much right um but i would also have liked to have seen uh Oh my God, what's the uh, Jacob? I would have liked to have seen him nominated from Abbott Elementary because I think oh, he actually he does a much a better job. Not a much better. I think yeah, he nails it so hard, and and it's yeah. I don't know. I'm fine with either of them. Yeah, yeah. And the, t- um, the t- I mean the Ted Lasso guys are great in the show. So I like I said, it's not my favorite season, but they're very good. Yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. always happy to see Henry Winkler get a nomination for anything because he's such a nice little guy. Yeah, and he's he's won already, so I feel like what does he won for? I think he won for Barry. Oh, really? That's nice. Yeah. Um, because I thought, yeah, I thought I heard Keenan Way and um talking about it somewhere, and he was like, "I was nominated, and Henry Winkler won." And I was like, "Wait, who the, who the hell? Who won?" He was like, "Oh shit! All right, yep, that's cool." <laughs> um, wait, what, what would Key and Wayans nominated for? I totally said the wrong name. Uh, why am I blanking? The dude from SNL, Keenan Thompson. God damn it! Uh, okay, <laughs> I don't know why I had Wayans stuck in my head. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Keenan Thompson. I mean, yeah, really sorry. Actually, um. Uh, outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series, Alex Borstein, the marvelous Miss Maisel. I don't know if you know anything about her whole shit with her like racist mad TV character, and she continues to deny it was like uh, supposed to be an Asian woman. Anyway, I find that all very distasteful. So fuck her. Um, I don't know anything about that. Io Edibiri, the bear. 
Um, she is good. Janelle James, Abbott Elementary. Which one is? Oh, as, no, that's who should win. I'm not even reading the rest. Cheryl uh, <laughs> Lee Ralph, Abbott Elementary. Juno Temple, Ted Lasso. Hannah Waddingham, Ted Lasso. Jessica Williams, Shrinking. No, it should be Janelle James, uh, Abbott Elementary. End of discussion. What do you say? Uh, I'm fine with almost anybody on this list. So I, I, I have not seen The Bear, but everyone else. Oh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, I don't watch enough. So aside from those two, anyway, anybody else in this list, I'm fine with. Yeah, the bear also not a comedy. So yeah, um, okay, let's go on. Uh, this is the HBO category. Outstanding supporting actor: F. Mary Abraham, White Lotus, Nicholas Braun, Cousin Greg for Succession, Michael Imperioli for White Lotus, Theo James, The White Lotus, Matthew McFadden, Succession, Alan Ruck, Succession, Will Sharp, The White Lotus, Alexander Skarsgård, Succession. So um, I think HBO will win this one. Maybe. You never know. Anything can happen at these awards shows. I think they're going to give uh, it to F. Mary Abraham. I, I think they're going to give it to F. Mary Abraham. Uh, I, like I said, I didn't watch White Lotus. I feel like uh, Cousin Greg should probably win it. He was uh, very good. Oh, you think he's Cousin people? Greg over the Tom? Oh, oh, I didn't see that Tom. No, yeah, it's Tom Matthew McFadden. Yeah. Yep. It's probably going to be Tom. Um. And Alexander Skarsgård, I felt like really overplayed his part. Uh, I mean, he was good, but his, it was too—I uh, don't know—it was too dramatic. I think. Well, I think that's what it was as written. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that's why I'm saying it's not. I'm not blaming him. Um, outstanding supporting actress in a drama series: Jennifer Coolidge, The White Lotus. Uh, assuming she'll win again. Um, Elizabeth Debicki, The Crown. Megan Fahey, The White Lotus. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, if you're listening, uh, outstanding supporting actress nominee, because I'm gonna mangle your name right now, Sabrina Impacciatore. That's exactly uh, how you say Lotus. Sabrina. It's very good. Oh, damn it, I finally got it. See, those years of Italian paid off. Um, Aubrey Plaza, White Lotus, uh, Rhea Seahorn, Better Call Saul. J. Smith Cameron, uh, Succession, she played Jerry, and Simona Tabasco um, for White Lotus, and that is a spicy meatball. I'd say Aubrey Plaza, just because Aubrey Plaza. uh, Yeah, I think you're probably right. She'll probably win. Honestly, I think Rhea Seahorn for Better Call Saul should win, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I still have to watch that. That'll be enjoyable when I do. I know, or will it? Mm. Yeah, I guess that's all we need, huh? They have writing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, let's see who. Let's see the writing for comedy series, just to see who. Oh yeah, that's uh, a lot of bear. Why should Jury Duty's in there? And that's good. And Oimer's in the building. I think that's good. Oh, the other two. The other that's two. Nice to say. That's great. Give it yeah. to the other two. Yeah, that's over I, now. Have you watched that last the, the latest season of the other two? I have not watched. Yeah. It. Okay. Oh, you got to watch it, dude. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I love the first two seasons, or is this the first three? I forget. I was no, surprised. This is the it, third. The final is the third. Yeah. I was surprised that it came back because the the finale of the second season seemed like a, like a fitting finale for the show. Yeah, I, I was surprised, uh, but also happy. So we'll see. I think it got. I think it got an even more fitting finale. That's okay, my cool. Take on it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Give that one to the other two. Yeah. I, I, I really do like that show, and, and I like. I mean, I am again. I'm disappointed that I didn't go. 
to see. Uh, now I can look at his name, Drew Tarver. Yeah. Dude, he's so fucking hilarious. So funny. So funny. He's funny scripted. He's just as funny improv. He's just a funny dude. Yeah. Hilarious and seems good. I know I, you know, there was some uh, drama about that show too. Was there real? Oh, the producers are jerks. Yeah. 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 And when Viv first sent me the article, I was like, ah, shit, don't let this be about Drew Tarver. Yeah. And thankfully it was not. Uh, just to point out something in 1993, Bob Hope was 90 and he was celebrated in 19, uh, 1993 plus 30. Cara Burnett is 90 and she's being celebrated. Cara Burnett, 90 years of laughter and love nominated. I guess Wait. it was in 1992. In 2022. Wait, didn't Carol Burnett die? No, I don't think so. I can't keep track of my death pool anymore. Oh, good. I'm glad. Well, I'm glad she didn't. Am I thinking of Mary Tyler Moore? I mean, I know she died. Yeah, that's what you're probably thinking of. All right. But I, and I think Carol Burnett is like the like a generation before Mary Tyler Moore, so she outlived her somehow. Oh, you might. Yeah, I I think you're right because I, I mean maybe not a generation, came out but at least late sixties. She was yeah. She was older. Let's see. Mary Tyler Moore was born in 1936. I was entirely wrong. Three years difference. Yeah. I thought Carol Burnett was much older, and I have no idea why. <clears throat> Excuse me. Rude. No, she's dead. So just like your person that you called a b-word. Uh oh! Oh, did I call somebody? Yes, someone dead. It was awful. I had to call the authorities. Usually, I don't say Boba Fett. Yeah, because of my lack of fandom of the franchise. Would it kill Um, you to laugh? Starring Kate Berlant and John Early. Is that good? Have you seen that? We just started watching it and turned it off. We're like, all right, this is this is just dumb. (laughs) It might have gotten better. I love both of them, but but they have a tendency to be like that so i that's funny i'd like to see it though oh yeah the first part of it was basically a seinfeld uh premise the write-up is they play exaggerated versions of themselves they already are exaggerated people so how can you exaggerate that i think that might have been the problem yeah that's fun i I will probably do you know what channel it's on i will look for that Uh, peacock Uh, okay so i'll have to steal it yeah pay for peacock Cheap motherfucker. No, uh, all right, wait, I'll try it. Um, write to us at uh, popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Uh, like us on Facebook or follow us on Facebook and uh, rate us on whatever you write things on iTunes. Uh, no, iTunes doesn't exist anymore. Uh, rate it where, you know, highly. Apple Podcasts. There you Spotify. go. Spotify. Can't keep up. Can't Stitcher, keep up. which will no longer exist soon. Oh, I'm very disappointed by Stitcher, that. Stitcher, you piece of shit. I paid for Stitcher for a long time because that's where I like to listen to Comedy Bang Bang without ads, and Comedy Bang Bang moved, so I stopped my subscription in March because that's when it was, you know, auto-renewed. I said, don't auto-renew. Ever since March, I've been getting all Stitcher content for free. They Their system's so messed up. So I was enjoying that, and then there's the announcement, Stitcher's no more at the end of next month. So my free yes. ride is over. Yeah. Hasta la vista. There's, there'll be another way to do it. Although, yeah, I don't know. All that, Who understands these things? All those big companies buying up the smaller companies have has not 
going well for the spot. I mean, the podcast producers like Spotify bought Gimlet and almost all the shows on Gimlet have been canceled. Uh, yep. Stitcher was bought by Sirius XM radio and Sirius yep. has been canceled. So uh, at least I can pay for comedy. Bang, bang. I never bothered paying for uh, the Bonanza one. I thought about it, but I was like, I barely have enough no, time yeah, to see what I have. So yeah, no, nope, I love uh, that daily, but yeah. Recommendations, Asians, 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 Asians. Oh yeah, so I got one. I watched a movie the other day, Putney Swope. Uh, you know, directed by Robert Downey Sr. Uh, from 1969, and uh, I really liked it. And I think it might be one of those movies like uh, Schizopolis by Steven Soderbergh that I'm the only person on earth who does like it. But I thought it was great, and oh, no. I fucking laughed at it. The film was selected for preservation in the National Film Registry, so you okay, can't possibly be the only person. <laughs> yeah, it was a low-budget indie, and this is by 1969 standards, so uh, adjust your expectations thusly. But uh, oh, that's interesting. That's uh, is it? Is it on? Like, how did you watch it? Um, yeah, it's on. I don't even remember what what streaming thing I watch it on, but it's on one of them. Okay. Oh, interesting. Um, this is yeah, not... it's basically an anti... It's an anti-everything. It was made in 69, so it's like a, a kind of a satire on advertising, but also like a lot darker than that. But like the commercials that they made legitimately made me like crack up. Anyway, uh, yeah. Not for everybody, for sure. Uh, this is not a recommendation, but speaking of old indie movies, I saw uh, Jaws in the theater last week, and I've never seen it before. Oh, you never saw Jaws? No, it was very fun. It was, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was and solid. It's you it's, don't ever have to watch a sequel. I can tell you that. But oh, yeah. I had already seen Jaws three in three D, and now I understand why I didn't understand what was going on. Uh, but my recommendation is a novel called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. I don't remember how many tomorrows is in it. No, it's, it's only three. It's it's the Great Bard. Ah, I see. It's a it's about uh, what is it called? Uh, video game developers who become friends or start as friends and become video game developers and their relationship throughout you know their lives and it's very interesting. It's it's it, it's not like, and I've told this to a few people, it's not like Ready Player One where there's nostalgia Good. every other page, but there is nostalgia in it. It requires no knowledge of video games or, or understanding of it. And it just, it just requires understanding relationships and how people can be obsessed with things and uh, just the like synergy and working together. And it, it's very good. It's very well written. And, and uh, I liked it a lot. So, yeah. Is it like YA or... No, it's, it's it's from an author who comes from the YA world, but it's not a YA novel. Okay. Yeah, I keep getting it recommended to me on Amazon, so. All right, cool. Yeah, it's it's well, worth reading. That was recommended to me by people, and I liked it. Uh, and I and my, I told my – I was talking to my cousin. Uh, I said, it's not like Ready Player One where it's nostalgia every other page. And he's like, that's being very generous to, every other, to Ready Player One. It's more yeah, than no shit. page. And I like Ready Player One, but it's it's a it's a very specific thing, and that's why. I've no, it's Ready basically. Were you alive in 1982? <laughs> yes. Here you go. Here's the flood of memories. <laughs> but anyway, um, I've not seen the movie, and I've not read the sequel. 
Yeah, no, no, me either. Uh, I didn't even know there was a sequel. Um, it's called Red right. Player One Two. I think that's next not week. possibly right. That can't be right. Can it? Can it really be called that? Is it? Does that really surprise you that much? It's not. It's Ready Player Two, so I guess that's a little bit better. Go ahead. Next oh, week. That is better. Uh, I think next week we should do, uh, you know, one of these, like this Martin Short project we talked about. But we also discussed four different things, and I don't want to do four in one episode. Oh, it so, was uh, never about four. It was that was about spreading out to two different episodes. Gotcha. Okay, good. Because so, that, yeah, we're doing some horrible stuff, so I don't want to watch yeah. four of those in a weekend. All right. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to. Be, we have these locked and loaded that these are. Yeah. We can do. All right. All right. Well, until then, uh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.